What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is 100% BS with Bella Solonot. That's me speaking. I'm Bella, in case you hadn't figured that out yet. Today's episode is a great one. Have you noticed I say that every single episode is great? That's because they are. I hope they are. So today, I have my friend, my good friend, Brian Gogler on. Uh, if you are curious about who the hell he is, he's my friend from Boston University, uh, great guy, very smart. Uh, we love to have conversations about things like conspiracy theories and politics and lots of controversial topics. So I figured he'd be a good guy to have on for the exact topic of conspiracy theories and politics, etc. So I hope you guys enjoy. We dive into, at first, conspiracy theories and then, you know, usually conversations get derailed and go into tangent town so we end up in politics all kinds of stuff but it's great i really enjoyed doing this i hope you guys enjoy as usual please react and tell us what you think send me interesting articles or controversial topics yeah without further ado here we go what's up everybody welcome to the show i'm bell solonot and you're listening to 100 percent bs What's up, Brian? How's it going? It's going good. It's going good, too. I'm really I'm, uh, excited for this. Me, too. This is my first, my second podcast I've ever recorded. You did one before this? I did. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm my truly. God. Okay, well, that's cool. It means you have, like, clout. Like, you've done this before. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm a full season professional. Wow. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. So, my first, I feel like a great way to jump into this is talk about how we each got into, <laughs> quotes, air quotes, conspiracies. Uh-huh. Not like we're conspiracy theorists but like there's you know i feel like everyone goes on this path where you end up considering them or like Mm -hmm. a friend told you about it but now you're obviously at the point where you you know would be willing to believe some or like talk through it and consider that it could be a reality so like what got you there because i feel like for me i probably in high school like my older brother was more into it air quotes again we're just gonna say into it you know what we mean (laughs) we're not yeah um and but it was like I wasn't ready. I didn't have the mindset to be able to consider them. So I feel like everyone goes through some kind of change or some slow path that gets you to today where you're like willing to do a podcast and talk about them. Mm -hmm. I guess it's, um, growing up my, so my dad's pretty conservative. My mom is like independent and my mom's side of the family is all like very liberal. So it was hanging out with like both sides of that spectrum that showed me like, wow, every side, like both sides are leaving so much out of the total story. Yeah. That was like, wow, there's so much more going on than what you normally read. Because most of us, we try to be well read, I feel like, and read multiple sources and opinions. But the reality is that we mostly stick to one one source or no source. Yeah. And there's a lot that we miss out on because... And there's that, um, there's that one video of everyone talking about censorship in the media, and it's like all mm. the different channels. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they all have the same exact script. And so just the fact that so, many, so much of the mainstream media is, a, is all kind of built up of conglomerates that control so many of, so many of not only like the national news sources, but right. the individual ones, there's just so much that is left out. A, because it's not a compelling story, or they think it's not, and B, because it's just not the 
the bias it's not, doesn't favor their bias. Yeah. So it's kind of like noticing that the main media or what do you call it, like news networks mm-hmm. were kind of like leaving information out or like you compare them all and it's all different or it's all the same and mm-hmm. kind of just realizing there's like a higher power that's not exactly having everyone's best you know what do you call it like they're not really yeah. having good intentions right and i think that was for me one of the biggest things of realizing that you know sources like cnn and fox and whatever like it's not always true and there's all these like scandals that happen and like you can do a deep dive in just conspiracy theories about news networks and like the fake news quote unquote mm-hmm. which is like been kind of ruined by the whole yeah. trump thing mm-hmm. but i there's like some truth to the idea of fake news there's a reason why people are saying that and i think that for me was also one of the first things of realizing there's like not the whole story being told here. And there are people who are, have a lot of power and influence and are not using it in the right way. Yeah. And the bottom line, we're all humans. Everyone has a bias, whether you want to or not. Everyone has an agenda, no matter how subconscious it is, they have an agenda. There's an idea that they're trying to push. Yeah. Well, no matter how unbiased they try to be, um, you're just not ever going to get around that. Um, they're different, differing levels of bias and differing kind of uh, severities of like the way that people try to push their agenda. But um, I'm kind of on the same note. That's why I think that the idea of fact checking mm. is really dangerous. Like, yeah. if you want to call yourself a fact checker, like, sure, you're, but you're just like it's just your opinion versus someone else's, right? Yeah. Uh, unless for unless it's for like specific statistics. Obvious, yeah. Obviously, that's easy to to correct as long as you have like as long as, as, long as it's like a universally agreed. Yeah. Well, aren't statistic. there like literally? There's like fact. I'm pretty sure there's factcheck.com. Oh yeah. There's. There? there's I mean, Snopes, I, I people have sent check. me. Yes, yeah, Snopes yeah. is another one. Mm-hmm. But I remember who was it? Like, someone sent me a fact check that I was like telling them about some, uh, whatever conspiracy, or, like not just an alternate viewpoint to a certain like news story that was happening. And mm-hmm. then they replied by sending me a fact check article. Yeah. And then I did more digging into like who owns that website. And I think it was like George Soros or something yeah, right. like sketchy. And like, I don't know much about that, but I've heard weird things about that. And then he's like involved in all this crazy. Just, like I like every billion, every politically yes. yeah, charged true. billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's weird because yeah, we're in like, a culture where we're like fact checking each other, but then the fact check like websites aren't even reliable. Right. So it's it's, just, you need to do your own fact checking. Like no one's the the idea of fact checking is like, Oh, we'll, we'll do the fact checking for you. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. You need to do your own fact checking. No one's gonna, if you let someone else do that work for you, they're just feeding you information that you have no idea what it is. Like no matter how, how unbiased or like, truth seeking they say they are like there's even and they can even leave stuff out like not not on purpose just by accident and it's just important to realize that fact checking doesn't mean like this is the be all end all like this is what it is there's no such thing as that i think right yeah i mean i think that also even relates to how like if you're someone who only gets your news and information from one source like that's a huge problem i don't think Mm -hmm. a lot of people realize that you should be checking different sources and like creating your own 
pool of knowledge that then you get to choose. I think that's, again, for me, more relating to conspiracy theories and all of that. And just like being a skeptic was realizing I need to look at multiple sources. I need to talk to different people and then not necessarily believe like what another source tells me, but kind of find the truth through all of that. Yeah. And that's what, again, I think today it's kind of scary. Like people have a lot of, I mean, people are definitely losing faith, I think in news and media like big media like mm-hmm. big corporations that own all the media and like the billionaires that are running it like i think people are definitely sketched out by it which is good because then it forces us to do more digging and like be more of a skeptic and i think you know a, a good amount of skepticism is healthy like it helps to totally uncover things that are just you know slimy and like the people who are powerful and are trying to like fuck us over yeah all the founding fathers would agree that question yeah. authority is like the healthiest thing you can do in a democracy yeah. or a democratic republic. But Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess so. The list, we're going to do this in two parts. Listeners, hello. I'm talking to you. I think doing maybe like an analysis of how we isn't like individually approach when you read about a conspiracy or like I send you an article and then you're like okay here's an alternate source and the logical approach to it because the whole topic of conspiracy gets really clouded by these crazy people Mm -hmm. who you know we have people like Alex Jones who like if you listen to him talk like he's obviously kind of cuckoo like he's got a (laughs) screw loose which is fine like I like the guy I think he's like kind of interesting and really funny to watch but you know, it's he's obviously not like your typical. Like, you can't really digest him easily for the typical person, unless mm. you're very, very open-minded. Like, if you're willing to consider things like conspiracies in the first place, then like maybe you can listen to him or like absorb his information. But it's hard because he's one of those people who's like the poster child right. for conspiracy theories and like being a skeptic. And it makes it really hard for people, say like us, who want to just reasonably and logically work through a conspiracy theory or like say oh my god there's all this news about coronavirus like but is it really true like what's actually happening here and not just be labeled as like a crazy person Mm -hmm. and i think you have to recognize like there's the there's extremes on both ends like you have alex jones and like what's his friend eddie bravo 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 you know i'm talking about he he like whenever alex jones goes on joe rogan's podcast he always brings this guy eddie bravo and he's like also equally crazy (laughs) Um, but again, I kind of understand why they're crazy. I feel like they have all these insane underground sources telling them all this information and they're like, you don't understand. Like the aliens (laughs) are coming for us and like, we're all going to die. And it's like, okay, I understand why you're kind of insane. But anyway, what I mean is that you can't just write off the idea of, you know, conspiracy and being a skeptic and all of that. Like that comes in the same topic. Mm -hmm. When you look at someone like Alex Jones, like he shouldn't represent everything and we should be able to have regular conversations with people like our friends and family and not just be like you're insane and be like no i'm trying to get to the bottom of this and like something is not adding up here and i want to understand why and i think that is important i think we should do that more in like a logical way yeah he's the biggest problem is that they're so polarizing and they've already been they've already said things that are kind of damning like to their character that makes it hard to listen to so people immediately write them off because it's like, oh, I've already seen like what your character is and what your personality is like and the way your mind works, and I don't agree with it. Therefore, right. everything you say after that is that's true is like irrelevant. Um, but and I think that's the problem is that when people disagree with others, not talking about Alex Jones specifically, but yeah, um, they'll like attack their character first. Yes, um, and that kind of 
that's like the root of, of everything that that person does when you when you attack someone's character like nothing else they say matters yeah kind of like what's what a cross-examiner would do to someone in court to a witness um attack their character if they didn't actually have like a logical um rebuttal or anything but um yeah i think like the people that are really at the forefront are and that are the poster children um they've been like their character is so polarizing that yeah yeah so anything they say is immediately gonna be followed by well he said this this one time yeah Um, that's true so like therefore anything that he says afterwards is equally crazy yeah Um, right which is why like you need someone people who like are already recognized as having a sound mind when they start to echo those things is when um it kind of like adds legitimacy to it yeah which is then is another issue because then it's like oh this guy agreed with what alex jones says like he's also crazy then yeah like oh i thought he was i thought he was like i thought it was chill i thought it was on our side (laughs) yeah um but it should be it's it's tough because like you should look at everything just idea to idea Um, yeah but when people are so polarizing like that it's really tough yeah. Well, it's also, right, it's like the people themselves who are presenting the ideas can be very polarizing, and it's also that the ideas they're presenting are also really, it can be very emotional and difficult, mm-hmm. because a lot of times, I think why it's so hard for people to just entertain it or have a conversation about it is because it kind of threatens their whole worldview a lot of times, or it puts into question everything they've ever known, which yeah. is fucking terrifying. It's super like, uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah. And that's like... Yeah, and that's why, like, when crazy things happen, like, they get away with it because it's so unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is, like, the, probably the most reference example, but, like, if someone told me, and I hadn't actually heard about it, that, like, MK Ultra was a real thing. That, um, what is this? I don't know. M- MK Ultra, like, when the, I believe it was the CIA, like, um, they went around and it was in the 80s, I think. It's between the 60s and 80s. Um, they were going around to different like groups of people for example like one professor they did it to that was particularly crazy where they basically spiked people's um drinks or food supply oh. with lsd to like monitor like the impact of it what this is like Wait, well, I, do- this I is very well documented um so it's like it's very legit That's um crazy. and he like eventually like f- like jumped out a window because he was just going insane holy shit um so there is documentation of that. And if someone told me that, it'd been like, that's not possible. Like, why, yeah. why would they ever want to do that? Um, but it just goes to show that there's, there's no limit, which is part of the thing that makes me always try to consider things because, yeah, like, take it from a totally holistic view and not, it's hard not to consider the, the character of the person who first brought it forward, especially in Alex Jones's case. But, um, yeah, and just... It, anything's possible like if yeah. if that's the one thing we found out like think about all the things that we didn't find out about the CIA is so fucking shady the FBI um, yeah America in general yeah well it's so hard like Matt okay think about like people who are much older and like it's very you know kind of a universal truth I guess or it's very common that we say like people who are older just have a harder time like adopting new viewpoints which mm-hmm. I get that probably when I'm 60 or 70 I'm gonna be like okay right like it's it's difficult because you're talking about an 
huge amount of time that you've lived that you've thought a certain way, right? Yeah, you so just like, live in that echo chamber and it's like, you're right, you're right, you're exactly. right, you're right. Yeah, constantly. so when someone is trying to tell you something that is like earth shattering for you and would put into question everything you've ever believed, like why would you want to believe that? Yeah. Like why I, would you want to entertain I, that? I, Especially some, if it's negative. They'd rather, I, mean, I can, I totally understand this, they'd rather die more comfortable than, no, yeah. than not knowing Ignorance that, or not bliss. like accepting that things are not how they thought they were. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, that's why I think it's, that's why I think it's good to have like a healthy amount of skepticism because then it trains you like say, I think it's good. Like people like the younger people are trying to be more flexible and, and kind of entertain these alternate perspectives because then as you grow older, I think you'll have an easier time just whether it's talking to different people or like when you're a grandparent and you have children and like they're telling you about things that are happening in their world and whatever like you don't want to be closed off and unable to even listen to it or like try to digest it just a little bit and Mm -hmm. i think that's why it's good to say like okay this kind of sounds like an insane theory like what is it called mk ultra Mm -hmm. like that sounds pretty ridiculous i mean for me that's not ridiculous like i'll (laughs) believe a lot of stuff not like easily believe it but i'm willing to entertain it because for me it comes from a i think about the intention right like the reason why i think it's good when say you have joe rogan have alex jones on right like joe rogan has a really good reputation i Mm -hmm. think i mean people will still say like oh he's so opinionated like he says crazy stuff but i think people also recognize that i think he's truly Mm -hmm. a good person like he wants to understand things better he's very curious like i think a lot of the times when he's considering something that is pretty crazy or is saying an alternate opinion. I think he really wants to just make the world better and like have people understand more and all that. So when someone like him is willing to consider or have Alex Jones on and talk to him, then it kind of like brings legitimacy. Like you said, it's like yeah. Joe Rogan has good character. So mm-hmm. we're willing to listen he's like to vouching it more. For him. Yeah. And not vouching necessarily for his personality, but saying like, this guy's not a monster. Um, yeah. Maybe some people think he is, and uh, he might be in certain respects. But uh, yeah, Joe Rogan like brings someone on. It's just interesting, also, like yeah. to see a heart to heart. Why would you not want to see a heart to heart? Oh my god, amazing! From a guy who's considered like an absolute fanatic by most people. Yeah, like that's so interesting. Um, like off the air of his show or his radio show or whatever. Um, see how his like mind works. Like this guy at B. Remember Nicholas Fuentes? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so right when he like started becoming infamously well-known around campus, um, I hear stories of people like going up to him, like screaming at him. Yeah. It was like, so you're getting your frustration out. Like, sure. But that was like, so such a waste of time and like yeah. energy. Like if you're going to do that, just don't pay, don't pay attention to him. Wait. Um, so just to give background on, I don't even know the oh, full yeah. story of who he was. I remember there was like, this guy, at B, so BU is obviously very liberal, like anything that BU publishes is always very like left-leaning, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think, the way I remember it was, there was an article about like, Nicholas Fuentes is a Trump supporter. It was, I think it was something as simple as that. Mm-hmm. I remember I like, wearing, he had the MAGA hat. Dude, oh my God. It was a YouTube video about what students thought about like what their like views on politics were. Yes. And that BU, which honestly props to them for putting out a video of someone that's so against the grain of, yeah. of like the BU culture. He was wearing like a MAGA hat and was like, "Yeah, I support Trump, and I'm, uh, I'm not white." And right, um, 
uh, yeah, it was just interesting yeah. to see that. And then people just kind of blew up from there. And he started wearing his hat all around campus and really leaned into that, just yeah. pissing people off. Yeah. And I he started getting death threats. And oh I was my like, God. Yeah. Dude. Well, I remember part of it was it, people do this a lot that like say, like this guy's like, oh, I'm a Trump supporter. Like his last name is Fuentes. Like he's obviously at least some kind of Latino or mm-hmm. Hispanic descendant or whatever. Was, I think he was Puerto Rican. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So, and then. It's so weird because people will say, like, you're turning on your people, like, stuff like that, like, assuming mm-hmm. that, like, if you're a minority, then you should support, like, this person, which... And then the other thing that people, I mean, they become, like, violent and threatening, mm-hmm. especially when it comes from people who are claiming to be, like, left, liberal, and, like, want yeah. world peace. Like, they want... They're usually the people who their narrative is, like, equality and, like, let's yeah. treat people well. But then, like, you're being an asshole and, like literally threatening someone like yeah that's, i mean that's not right it's they're so far to that point where they view anyone as extreme as nick fuentes as literally like literally hitler yeah so of course it's justified to them like they view someone that's maybe has anti-immigration policies or just policies that are de- mm-hmm. detrimental to other groups they view them as literally like threats to their lives which yeah. the case could be made for that um but it's like there's both sides are so opposite that they view each other on as literal threats to like their well-being. Yeah. Which is that's I why mean, they think it's justified on yeah. both sides. It's so it's just so extreme and I feel like to me it's like if you felt like say you're someone who's liberal and you really didn't like this Fuentes guy or or anyone who is a Trump supporter, right? Mm. If you are so confident in that your perspective is the right one or like your worldview is the one that everyone else should have, then like you should be able to have a conversation with the person and like sway them or persuade them or try to like get them to understand you. Right. But I feel like it's really alarming when you result, you uh, resort to like extreme acts, whether it's like, you know, violence or even just like online, like be saying really rude things, like canceling people, all that. Mm. It's like, if you, like, you should be able to have a conversation with this person and convince them of your viewpoint if your viewpoint is so correct. Yeah, and then, but, and then even then, if, you, if they're so stuck in their ways, just get up and leave. Like. Yeah, or who gives a shit? <laughs> like, okay, he, you know, it's like, okay, he's a Hispanic, whatever, Puerto Rican guy mm-hmm. who supports Trump. Like, okay, you know, whatever. Also, maybe, like, not all people who support Trump are evil. Consider right. that. There's like, so many other factors. There's other things involved, right? Might... We're not all just looking at it from, like, if you look at things from like the social justice pr- perspective, like if we were only judging presidents on that, then like okay, it may be questionable. But it's not just that. There's like economic policies and like their policies with foreign affairs and immigration, and all of that, and like we all have different perspectives on that, which is fine. And like it's not so black and white to say like if you support a more strict immigration policy, then you're racist. Like mm-hmm. okay, that there these are that's way extreme and like that's probably not what he intends right. to say. W- would I say that more racist than not support anti-immigration policies? Yes, but is it is that also reciprocal where Yeah. You know, probably not. Right. Um, it's like the square rectangle rectangle uh, square yeah, yeah. thing. It's like yeah. just be, right. It's like probably all racists voted for Trump, but not all yeah. <laughs> not, you know, everyone who voted for Trump is racist. racist. Yeah, like exactly. it's, you know, it's uh-huh. like you can't yeah. just pigeonhole it like that. And there are so many other factors, like, than someone's character that might result in them having 
a flawed viewpoint and in, in in my opinion like there's so many so many reasons that someone might vote for trump other than that they're a terrible person like yeah if if any i'm i'm pretty convinced that anyone that grew up in a very conservative household with parents that were super conservative and didn't have like a lot of exposure to the outside world or even if they did have exposure they were just so like set in the ways like it'd be it's really tough to break away from that something something that you've been brought up to yeah um i believe that anyone that was brought up um in that kind of background they would probably i mean i'm sure they would be they would have their parents viewpoints um or maybe their parents only watch Fox News and nothing else. Like, how could you possibly yeah. have any other thought about that? I mean, I, it's the same way for me with firearms. It's like someone who's scared of of, of guns uh, and only views them like as like murderous weapons. Like, you've only seen them in movies where people kill people with them, mm. or in the media where someone yeah. said that they were bad. Like, how could you possibly have any other any other viewpoint than that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like this i think it's just so it's like scary how common it is for people to be so stuck in their viewpoint and Mm. like but like i mean i I kind of i understand how that is possible because i feel like i used to be there you know like in high school or when i was younger obviously and i think hopefully we all hope that with age people become more open Mm -hmm. but again like it's like you can justify while why all this is happening but not like it doesn't really mean it should keep happening but yeah like you have you're raised a certain way so it's like you know all you heard was your parents talking about like how they want this kind of tax situation or like this mm-hmm. economic policy this immigration thing so like you go to the voting booth like you're gonna vote what you're yeah. been brought up right and when you're when you're that young your parents are never wrong like exactly you, yeah never uh, you do, most people never do the digging either like when they're that young i certainly i certainly didn't i only read the articles in the wall yeah. street journal that my dad put out for me and i'm sure anyone that knew me when I was younger and both my parents would probably say that I'm more liberal now, especially yeah. like going to BU, having mostly friends, having most friends that were liberal and then moving literally to LA. Like I've only been in a liberal space <laughs> yeah, like, my entire it. life except for growing up. Yeah. And I'm glad that I had exposure to both of those because I'd call my dad out all the times, all the time. And recently he called me out too. And he was like, Oh my God, wow, you're right, dad. Like it was about the, um, the whole impeachment um, hearing oh, process yeah. where um, how the Senate Republicans didn't allow witnesses, which oh. w- was terrible. Um, I totally disagree with that. Um, but also that it happened on the same side where um, the Democrats, based on the impeachment proceedings that were agreed on and the, the rules of that impeachment process, basically the Democrats were able to block whichever Republican witnesses they wanted to. Oh. Um, it happened on both sides. Although the Democrats, credit to them, they did allow one, um, one witness in the testimony for in the House, mm-hmm. um, which was good. But um, every everything had to be approved by the by Adam Schiff, um, who's the House manager, yeah. and uh, the impeachment manager. Um, and and he he called me out like on that, and he's like, "No, look at it," and it super deep. In, in the web, uh, the Brookings Institute, actually, which is pretty liberal uh, from the UK, they had an article about it. Like, does this really like mean that the Democrats like blocked um, blocked witnesses? And uh-huh. basically it was yes, uh, which like shocked me because no one else. I, was, I spent like a half hour searching for articles online and nothing came up. 
Oh. Um, so it's only when my dad, yeah. like, because he's, I'm sure all the outlets that he listens to were shooting that, were touting that article everywhere. Yeah. Um, saying like, well, they did it too. Right. Bottom line, it was a whole shit show. Both sides sucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's usually what it ends up being. Uh-huh. It's like, no one's right. Yeah. I would say probably I'm pretty furious with the, Demo- with the uh, Republicans um, more so than the Democrats, but. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, that is a good example though of like the fact that you were willing to put the time in to look into it again right and yeah, like because it bothers me exactly like, it bothers me thinking that i could be so stuck that i'm missing like the truth yes it bothers me like feeling like i've been duped by like someone's someone's media yeah. outlets like that like makes me uncomfortable so to yeah. kind of like soothe that up i try to research yeah i mean that's good it's really hard because, yeah no it's hard because yeah. you also are forcing yourself to recognize that maybe like you were wrong mm-hmm. and that like the way you were thinking was not correct mm-hmm. which is another huge thing that i think is hard for most people to do is like it takes a lot of i don't know i think you should be like you gotta admit that you're wrong i do that all the time i'll like yesterday i recorded a podcast episode and then i was up at night thinking like you know i completely disagree with what i was saying <laughs> actually three hours ago like that didn't make any sense well i guess whatever it's fine mm-hmm. like but you need to be able to just like not take every not not hold yourself to the standard where like you need to be maintaining the truth all the time like you have yeah. everything you say needs to be perfect like i think part of being able to grow and like consider different things and if you want if we want to like pull it back to the whole conspiracy idea is like w- willing to say like you were wrong or like the mm-hmm. whole mindset or approach you had to a certain topic was flawed yeah so it's like okay like your dad pointed out like like I have a different perspective. So you're like, okay, let me look it up and like mm-hmm. spend time reading. And then you're like, now I have a better understanding of like what, at least all the facts that are out there. And then you can choose for yourself what to believe. Yeah. It's all ego. Like yeah, admitting that you're wrong is, is hard sometimes. Um, and then the other thing is like, we're all subject to Google's algorithms or yeah. Bing's algorithms, yes. even though no one uses it. Um, yeah. I mean, everything is like going through a filter first. So yeah. that's the other thing. It's, it's, I mean, it's really hard to search for an unbiased source of for sure. information. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things I feel like I started noticing in the last year was, cause probably in the last year I became just more interested in anything from whether it's a conspiracy or just alternate news and like trying to just get information from different sources before I decide on what I want to believe. Mm-hmm. And like you Google something and I, th- I don't think it just works purely on, like, the number of clicks it has. Like, I'm pretty sure, at least maybe for some certain things, like, Google pushes up certain yeah, websites. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. And it's also, like, some people are really good at engineering, like, how, um, I think it's called AdSense or something. Or it's just, like, being able to figure out, like, the keywords and mm. yes. be able to match that to traffic and, like, figuring out how can I get mine to the top of the page. Right, yeah. Well, I remember, like... I think I was trying to, I was Googling something about Greta Thunberg and I think it was, it was definitely something that was like suggest, oh, I was trying to look up if there's a whole theory that she's like a pup, like not actually a puppet, but like mm. he's being used as a puppet. I think I was talking yeah. to you about this and that like people are writing things for her and like they're just using her as like, uh, like a way to push political agendas, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like interesting that sounds kind of crazy but probably could be true so i i looked it up and i remember having a really really hard time finding any source 
that was supporting what I was trying, like the idea. It mm-hmm. was all like the first five articles were all trying to disprove it. Yeah. And I was like, that's not what I Googled. Like uh-huh. I'm trying to find, like I want to read a story that says it's true. And then I want like, then I'll look up the story that says it's not true. Like mm-hmm. I remember the first three were all saying like, watch out like for the theory that Greta Thunberg is a puppet. Like XYZ is like trying to make people think that it's fake. And I was like, like it's all they're trying to push a certain yeah. narrative I mean, it's also a balance it's like is there not a lot of publicity for it because it's just wrong or mm-hmm. is there not a lot of publicity because someone's suppressing that yes. publicity it's yeah. like a balance well that's the weird thing that's so hard to know it gets mm-hmm. so sketchy is like if information is literally being hidden from right. us which I mean I don't I, I wouldn't I would believe that like for I sure, think yeah. that you know you look up something that is not in line with what is happening in the U.S. or just like they don't, you know, the they, whoever, like the all-powerful mm. people don't want you to be thinking this. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Google is hiding that. Or like, you know, there's censorship. Like, a, yeah. Twitter had a whole thing recently about censorship. I'm pretty sure like every major Twitter, probably Instagram, For Facebook, sure. all of that. I mean, Facebook, oh my God, with the election, there was a whole thing with Cambridge Analytica. And mm. like, I mean, it's very clear, I think, that sources of media beyond just like tv news like traditional news yeah. are now taking part in censoring and like hiding information and trying to for craft sure, yeah. a narrative I mean, they're all for-profit companies like if someone searched they would I mean, they'd get a lot of heat if someone searched like how to make this rifle full auto and and something actually came up that was useful like they would get shit on for that and yeah. there's stuff that stuff like that um that's gonna get censored like true just because and same with facebook like so I just imagine someone posting on Twitter like Facebook, why are you showing me this? Like this is ridiculous, and there has been stuff like that. Um, there has yeah. been there have been ridiculous things that Facebook has shown people. Yeah. Um, but the same goes for Google. I mean, and to say if Google were a state-owned entity, would it be any better? Probably not. But <laughs> yeah, um, it's like there's just an agenda behind everything. So yeah. Well, I guess to be fair, also like Google is basically like the whole internet like it's <laughs> fucking everything so yeah. to be fair there's so much information like i guess there's gonna be stuff that slips under the radar and like mm-hmm. you google something that you like probably shouldn't be able to find out information on yeah but i think let's, it's just let's look at the the alexa rankings for the most visited websites let's oh see. Maybe okay google, this is interesting i think there's a chinese website before google uh like oh like something that's more popular than google yeah okay let's see um, number one website okay, of number all one, time. It's gonna be like Google Pornhub. Number That's two, actually... Pornhub's pretty far up there. Is it really? Um, Pornhub is. Oh, where'd it go? Never looked this up. I just had a just had a feeling. Um, Google, YouTube, Tmail, Tmail, Baidu, Facebook is number six. Kind of surprised about that. Hmm. Yahoo, Yahoo is twelve. What? Yahoo's still Yahoo. relevant. <laughs> yeah. Who even uses Yahoo? Wikipedia is thirteen. Amazon's fourteen. Um, Netflix, wow, twenty-two. Bing is thirty-two. That's crazy. Twitch is thirty-four. Oh. China.com is thirty-five. What was the first one? Google. Oh, Google. And yeah. then second um, was YouTube. So both owned by Google. Yeah. Google, Google, first and second. I mean, Google number one. It makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you're. When you open up, basically, when you open up a browser, it is just 
Google? Yeah. Like, it's not even... Mm -hmm. How do you even access the... I feel like Google is the window into the internet, right? I well, mean, yeah, I mean, most people use Chrome, so that's Google. And then they go on oh, yeah. Google. But, like, I mean, when, search. like, the search bar pops up, like, you open a new, whether oh, yeah, it's Safari can, or Chrome. It's set to Google normally, yeah, but right? you can change it to being Yahoo. Right. There's one really cool one called DuckDuckGo, which is, like, a super secure um, search engine. that For when you search in sketchy shit. <laughs> Well, yeah, you can use that, but it's also it also doesn't track like your okay. movements, yeah, well, which is cool. Um, and it's relatively, it's like an open source um, uh, search engine, oh. which is cool. So you okay. can like see the source code and everything. And yeah, it's again, everyone has a bias, but I would say it's probably the most unbiased search engine. What was it called? DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Um, this podcast is brought to you by. <laughs> Kidding. Well. And then there's also the Tor browser. Which okay, is how you access like the darknet. Oh, um, good old the, the dark, dark web. But like, there are plenty of other third-party search engines that you could use. Um, yeah. Either on the dot onion Tor space, or you can use it in normal. Yeah. Web browsing. The whole world out yeah. there. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's really over. I don't know. It's really overwhelming. I think for me, just thinking about. For most of us, the information, anything we know, it's mm -hmm. like in theory just through a screen, whether it's like your TV, your yeah. phone or laptop, like Recently, unless you're sure. standing in DC in the White House and like listening to the conversations, like mm -hmm. we actually don't fucking know what mm -hmm. is true. I mean, you know, obviously we travel and we see other, go to other countries and like try to, you know, understand the world, like obviously that you know, other sources of truth, but in general, things that are happening outside of our own yeah. circle or everyday life, like you can only find out about it online. It's so weird. Yeah, or in like a print publication mm -hmm. or I mean like that's the problem is that like an old encyclopedia won't have current events. Yeah. Know? Let me just none, whip none out my encyclopedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Well, Wikipedia should do like a Kindle version of like an encyclopedia. Of like the of like the world. Mm, then you can crazy. like control F and like yeah. find whatever mm. you want in there. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. I mean, I think I'm like overwhelmed now thinking about the depths of the internet and like <laughs> most of the a huge huge majority of the internet is not searchable on Google. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because if you think about it, like no one really just. How many of us just actually type in like the website we're actually looking for with like the www.whatever.com? Mm -hmm. Like you Google it first, yeah, so right. then like other shit pops up first. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like and Google, even, I mean Chrome, even like will autocomplete. So you just type in like Amazon.com without any of the other stuff. And yeah, go in automatically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we should go on the dark web next time. Oh my god, I'm down. That's okay. So I think the next. The part two of our... We are supposed to talk about conspiracy. We just got derailed and talked about... It always it's ends up being like political life. Everything is a lie. Mm -hmm. It's all related. Um, but I think, yeah, we should do a part two and do more of a deep dive into specific conspiracy theories. Yeah. But I thought... I made a running list of... I was like, all the conspiracies that I've heard about just to... to Keep the plate hot for right. the next episode. Fire it up. So, okay, these are this is like a quick list. There's many more of random conspiracy oh, theories. Yes, I haven't seen that one before. Uh, random conspiracy theories that I've heard about that maybe we'll dive into next time. Okay, mm -hmm. so you got Anthony Bourdain was killed by the Clintons. I don't know. Uh, a sub bullet off of that 
the Clinton, the Clintons have also killed a lot of I'm people. I'm pretty convinced. That I'm pretty convinced. Someone has didn't, died. Whether or not they, whether or not it's like super connected to them. Didn't they has find died. like in their backyard or in one of their properties like a bunch of bins with dead bodies in them? I'm not kidding. I've like read that on that the news somewhere. Wild. It was like I see that. like some uh, like estate that the Clintons used to live at has like 30 dead bodies in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Um, I've heard a theory that Mo- Michelle Obama is trans. I've like seen videos of like yeah, uh, fake moon landing. That's insane. Which I mean, I guess back then when did that happen? The 60s. So like mm. they could have just done it on a stage. Either 65 or 69. Yeah. Remember. Okay, then the government has known about aliens for a long time and they have access to insanely powerful tech and they're hiding it from us. This is mm-hmm. like a pretty commonly talked about one. Well, um, you're, you're right across from Northrop Grumman. Yeah. And who knows what's going on? Skunk Works and Area 51. Oh my God. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's an interesting one that we should dive into because alien stuff is like pretty widely talked about and I mm-hmm. feel like everyone kind of brushes it off, but like yeah. there's a lot in there that could be sketchy. It's like, if it's like... No, no one true. I feel like few people truly like hardcore believe in aliens. But, but most people are like, if it's true, I don't want to be like. You want to be a loser who's yeah, like, yeah, 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 no, <laughs> no. I har- I will say it here that I believe in aliens. <laughs> right. Okay, let it be known. Heard it here. Um, okay, another one is PizzaGate, which mm-hmm. was like I don't even know all the details of this. It was, was it like, like a child sex ring. Or yeah, something? it was like a child yeah. sex trafficking thing that like Obama was involved in, and there was like all these code words with like hot dog and pizza and it was really weird and sketchy obviously epstein didn't kill himself huge mm-hmm. one i love that that was such a obviously. viral thing i fucking uh-huh. loved that yeah, that cool. it's dude it's for sure true there's no question about <laughs> yeah. it um of all the ones that i've heard besides like jfk of all the ones that i've ever heard about that one it seems like the most slam dunk to me yeah i mean it was basically proved like the instant it was a it was a meme for a day and it was mm-hmm. like already proved i mean it, it was, was, it was a meme forever. because no one believed like yeah true and then yeah. it basically was like wait this is actually true yeah no one believed the reports that it was like the tapes were lost oh we found them oh we lost them yeah so sketchy um okay and then the government is purposely fucking up the food to make citizens stupid so we obey this is like my chicken scratch of writing shit down but basically that like mind the reason baby. yeah mind Wah-ha-ha. control yeah it says mind control baby Wah-ha-ha-ha. because i mean i don't yeah there's a lot of stuff out there of like our food is so messed up and that's why we're like getting really sick and all mm-hmm. that and the last one on here is that hillary clinton has a body double i don't remember where i heard this i, I think most presidents have do have body doubles like, like for safety purposes yeah oh okay yeah. i feel like this was more that like the real hillary clinton is like really sick or dead or something and they're mm. just like have someone who looks a lot like her to like well do her it wouldn't speeches. be that hard like to make a robot to to um like mirror her. like i don't think it'd be that hard she's yeah kind of robot. that would kind of i was literally just saying <laughs> that wouldn't be surprising given she's like so mm-hmm. not relatable and it's like says awful things right. and you just can't relate so to many, her so many politicians are she must easily, be a robot easily robotable yeah except for trump man that guy just, <laughs> he is did not have a script maybe just, maybe like a shakespearean actor they could hire as a double for him yeah he's just so like out he's, he's so eloquent too <laughs> definitely shakespeare um yeah so that's my quick running list of some great conspiracy theories which i think we should for sure dive in mm-hmm. next time and like We'll do some more research and be prepared. Yeah. Um, obviously, have to say a disclaimer. Like, we probably don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So don't <laughs> hold us accountable if, you know, you think something is wrong. Like, and again, we're willing to recognize that we might be completely wrong. But the point is that we're trying yeah. and we're being skeptical, which is important. So, yeah. And we can be skeptical about conspiracy theories, too. 
Yeah. We can be skeptical about being skeptical. I, oh my God. So many layers. Yeah. No, seriously. That's what we'll do next time is like, I'll present an argument for, and then you do against and like, mm-hmm. be great. Um, so yeah. Well, Brian, thanks for coming on. You're thanks only my second me. guest ever, wow, which makes I'm you pretty so special. Hey, this is my second podcast. Wow. So. Incredible. Wow. I love it. Okay. Well, uh, people, thank you for listening in. Would love to know what you think. Um, in preparation for the part two of this episode, for sure, feel free to like send me articles or like another conspiracy theory you heard about. Um, or if you think we were wrong, just like tear us a new asshole in the comment. If you're yes, in comments, comments exactly. Somewhere. Be really, really mean to us if yeah. you disagree with us because that's how you should handle these things. Yeah. 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 Make sure you send us threat. Oh my God, don't do that. Yeah. I'm like really scared now. I'm like not going to check my <laughs> yeah, DMs. Yeah, send us threats. Um, we'll meet you um, behind the gym at yeah. like 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Let's take this outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Love it. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your day or night. Stay safe and uh, be a skeptic. Good night, Los Angeles. Good night, world. This is a global <laughs> podcast. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Good night, world. Yeah. All right. Bye. Peace out.